Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today it's week 10. Wow, week 10. Week 10 waiver wire. We'll go over some of the top waiver wire ads of the week. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit or check out the website fantasyfootballprofit.com. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Check us out all those different places. And it's waiver wire time, which I think every week we keep waiting for the big waiver wire pickup. And still's not happening. I'll say that. I mean, okay, it, there's one d- pretty good one that doesn't make our 40% list, which would be Duke Johnson. He's he's ahead of that in leagues, but he's still out there in a lot of people's leagues. So I guess that's one player who, you know, if he's available, he's he's probably the number one pickup, would you say, if he's, if he's out there? Because what is he? I don't even know the exact percentage, but he's around 50%, somewhere around there currently. Um, just probably a little bit above it, but he should be the number one guy. So if he's out there, he bypasses anybody that's, you know, on our list today. Let's see. Yeah, he's actually at 49.5% of leagues owned right now. Yeah, so he's out there in a lot of leagues. So Duke Johnson should be the, the main pickup. Other than that, <laughs> it gets ugly, man. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if I can fake enthusiasm for some of these guys this week. Yeah, really. I mean, I have, <laughs> I really have only one other running back that I like as far as a pickup, and that's going to be Elijah McGuire. Yep. Um, he's the running top of my back list. for, yeah, New, New York Jets. Um, he was supposed to be kind of like the, the lead back or they're hyping him up that way. He got hurt. He's been out the entire time. Crowell has been very up and down, but I don't think he's been anything special. Um, seven carries for 30 yards. So Elijah McGuire got a little bit of playing time, um, which is good enough for me to say, hey, okay, he's healthy enough. Let's pick him up before he goes crazy. He's only owned in 9.4% of ESPN leagues. So I think he has got to be on the top, even though he does hit Buffalo and then a bye week. But running backs are very difficult to come by. So even though the next two weeks are going to be a little rough, um, I, I still think McGuire's got to be up there if, you know, if someone like Duke Johnson is not hanging around. Yep, I, he definitely has to be. Um yeah, and it's it's not a great list, so he's probably he's the top running back for me. I don't, you know, I might even put then for my number two. I honestly could even put Deontay Foreman. We've talked about him oh, a lot, uh, but yeah. you know, he's he's going to be coming back to practice this week for the first time. Houston does have a bye, but now you have the fact that Lamar Miller did not look good at all. He finally, you know, he had a couple good games, but now he's back down to, you know, doing nothing. So, hey, I think with this, you know, there's no other guys on this list that are just going to help you win really probably right now. Take a shot on Deontay Foreman here and see what he can do. So He's my other one. I don't know. I'm looking through the list again. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anybody here, but yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Not much else. Yeah, I would probably, you know, I'm going to actually just throw Jamal Williams out there right now, only for the fact that Aaron Jones 
and a nice little fumble there again. And there's been a reason the Packers haven't wanted to just turn the, turn it over to him yet completely. And this just gives them another reason not to. And because of that, it's only Jones and Williams now anyway, without Montgomery. Maybe Williams continues to at least be involved. I still think, I mean, Jones is the better running back, but at least Williams will have some value on his own. Possibly they're still using him and they use him in situations where they, they feel like they need the more sure handed back out there. It's going to be Williams. It's not Jones. They just, you got 14 carries Jones did last week, but Williams is still involved and running back situation. If you're really hurting and need somebody in a bye week, Hey, you might get some points at least from him. Not excited about it, but Hey, he's yeah. there. He's there. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you really need a, a running back, he would be well, another guy to take a look at. The other two backs, maybe to look at. Again, this <laughs> not excited about these guys, but it's the the Philadelphia running back. Someone's going to emerge from this. I feel like at some point, and Corey Clement, I think, is pretty clearly not doing it. So, I mean, Wendell Smallwood's involved in the passing game and doing a couple other things, but Josh Adams, who two weeks ago, you know, looked pretty solid in his limited work he had nine carries for 61 yards he might be worth a shot worth a look at least you know if you want if you have a bench spot and want to take a chance on a guy maybe there's some random guy that's gonna you know help win teams leagues this year there always seems to be it's, it's somebody different every year but there's always somebody right maybe maybe just maybe it's josh adams could be i don't i don't have any other better options than that no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, like you said, if you do need a running back, I know that injuries and, and different things, after, you know, really do affect teams. Those are the guys that you're going to have to choose from if you're in a, you know, a deeper league. I mean, obviously, we're picking, you know, below 40%. Um, but, you know, at this point, you're looking for upside and you kind of know what everyone else does. So why not take the risk? And I, you know, I totally understand your point. I, I kind of go there as well. So any, any other running backs at all make your list? I guess people are. Some people could look at Edo Smith, ten carries, sixty yards, and touchdown this past week. Looked pretty good, but Tevin Coleman is still clearly the lead back there. Yeah, um, the yeah, hundred percent. And once again, the the last guy I have, just because if you if you're really really need to um, pick up a running back, we talked about him um, in the previous episode. But uh, Frank Gore, he has been getting a consistent amount of carries. I'm not excited about him. He, he hasn't even been able to get in the end zone. But if you're looking at this and you, you think that five points is better than, you know, anything else you can get out there, um, you know, he might just be a stopgap or something like that for you. You know, I guess I should throw out Naheem Hines again because he's only 34% owned. He kind of always fluctuates and sometimes he's over our list and below our list. And he's now below it now with, because of the bye week. But in his last game, he had 11 carries for 78 yards. Marlon Mack is obviously the main guy there, but Hines again has value and there's not a lot of it out that out there right now. So he's worth, I mean, also, I guess <laughs> Alfred Morris, I'm, I mean, he's going to have to be getting carries. It's not going to be all Matt Breida. So it's going to have to be Morris again, right? Getting something. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there, yeah. there'll probably be another <laughs> random guy that pops up. That we don't know about. I don't know who that would be, but there could be. 
Yeah, I mean, even if to be honest, I'm not even even if uh, Morse <laughs> is the guy, you know, you can't. I can't get excited about it. I mean, even when he was getting ten plus carries, he wasn't doing a whole lot with it. I mean, yeah. So you know, yeah, I do think that he'll get more touches because of the injury, but, but nothing exciting. No, no, I mean, no, not at all. Um, um, the only other, yeah. what do you think about um, uh, Giovanni Bernard? <laughs> um, he's coming back from injury. Obviously, Mixon has a stranglehold on that. There's no doubt about it. But do you think that he's going to be worthwhile? Because before Mixon got hurt, he wasn't doing a whole lot. But if you look at his stats, obviously, people will look at that and say, oh, my gosh, he had a couple really productive weeks. But you have to remember, Mixon wasn't there. I mean, where do you see this guy? He excite you at all? I mean, not a lot, but yeah, I think he's he's interesting. He looked pretty good when he was playing. And it's now sounding like A.J. Green could miss a couple games, possibly. So that could actually help if Gio's out there. They're going to throw the ball. To, maybe he'll get, he'll get some of those catches as well. So we've got we to see what A.J.'s actual status is, but it doesn't it doesn't sound great for him for a couple of weeks so hey maybe they'll have to throw the ball around a little bit more to other guys and maybe that's geo they can't you know no no could be something interesting yeah so as you can see we feel really passionate we about do. all of these running backs well, oh god it's it's just there's nothing there's no but maybe one of these guys will be a league winner at the end it's hard. It's it's just you could throw them, their names in the hat, pick one, and that's the guy. It's right. It, once again, it'll come down to injury. I, you know, we'll find out. I'll say wide receiver wise, we have. I mean, you could throw Adam Humphreys up there. I don't know if I trust that. I really. I mean, I really don't trust that. Actually, I got to see. I mean, a third week maybe will pique my interest a little bit. But two two good weeks in a row doesn't really. When there's that many people to throw the ball to on an offense. If it was, it'd be totally different if there was no one, if they didn't have Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, OJ Howard there, Chris Godwin there, it would change my mindset, but he's one of five. Oh yeah. You know, you going to add him on any teams? Probably not. Um, no, no, I won't. <laughs> but, <laughs> what about Maurice Harris though, from Washington? I think he's actually a little more I, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I am. I, I think you're you're taking a, a flyer on the guy. I mean, we don't know what what he's he is. He's had one big game. We don't know if he's going to revert back to hey two catches for twenty yards. But I think he is definitely worth the risk, and he is owned in almost no leagues right now. Point one percent of ESPN <laughs> leagues. I, I would definitely take a risk on him. A big week, ten catches for one hundred twenty four yards. Um, as we've mentioned before, there's no one else there that's really um, established themselves. So why can't it be Maurice Harris? So I would definitely, he would be on my short list um, for this week to just wait and find out. I mean, that's, that is the difference between him and uh, Humphreys is the fact that there's just no one else there in Washington that's been any good. So Harris is, he's interesting. You know, another guy, actually, I'm starting to watch a little bit and think that he's getting more and more involved. It could be an interesting player is Anthony Miller from Chicago. So he has over 20 targets, I think now in the last three games. So he's starting to become involved in the offense and, you know, becomes, he's a, he's a, he's a talented rookie. People liked him coming out this year. Injury kind of slowed him down there in the middle of the season, but Five catches for 49 the past week. You know, he had three for 37 and touchdown the week before, two. But he 
even before his injury, he had four catches the week before he got hurt. So this could be somebody that they keep using a little bit more. Allen Robinson continues to be hurt. So, hey, Anthony Miller is actually, I think he's an interesting, interesting player. Yeah, uh, I, I would have no issue with someone taking a shot at uh, a young guy with that amount of talent, especially as well as Trubisky has been playing um, of, of late. Yeah, I think that he has a lot of things going for him. I, I like Anthony Miller. Then how about Cordero Patterson? I brought him up briefly <laughs> last week. Let's say finally we got to him. Nope. Yeah, um, I thought maybe he was going to be playing uh, hurt, but he had nope. a great game. But his value is kind of – okay, if there wasn't Sony Michelle coming back, I'd be really excited about Patterson. But Sony Michelle is going to be back. So yeah, and that and to yeah, and exactly we have to. If you weren't watching the game, uh, yeah. his value came from running the ball. It wasn't yep. catching it at all. So he had eleven rushes for sixty-one yards and a touchdown. He only had one catch. Um, so very interesting use of Patterson, um, which I, I really uh, enjoy. But Craig is absolutely right. Uh, he, his lifespan of being productive will definitely um, close out when when they get healthy again. It kind of actually. Being a Patterson owner myself, I just <laughs> added him last week just for the heck of it. Eh, yeah, I mean, I can't wish injury upon anybody, but <laughs> I really do wish Patterson got a shot to keep being the running back so I could have a a running back basically in my wide receiver position in my lineup. That's always a benefit. Brings me back to the old C.J. Spiller days from like one of his first seasons there. <laughs> Remember that where he right, was, yeah. they gave him wide receiver eligibility. Because he was before he became the back, and then when he went to running back, man, I won that championship pretty easily. <laughs> I was starting four running backs that year. Two at running back, one at flex, and one at wide receiver. Almost unfair. Yeah, so, it gives you a lot of uh, flexibility when you're creating your, your lineup for the week. But um, I have a question for you. Um, for Green Bay, because now you have Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and you also have Geronimo Allison. You can pick up either one. They, you know, I think uh, Geronimo is 26.6% owned. Uh, Ved- Valdez Scantling is only at 20.5. Which one of those guys, if you were going to kind of bet on one, which one would you get off waivers? You know, I think I'm actually getting Val- Valdez Scantling. I think he's starting to, you know, at least he's he's a big play guy right now for Rodgers. And Allison, Geronimo Allison was, was very solid. But I don't know if he has the same. I, I, I don't know. I think Valdez Scanlon might be a little bit more talented of a player. Honestly, I think Allison is solid. But what? I don't know. I think. Uh, I think I go with MVS there. Yeah, sadly enough, I actually agree. I'm. I was a big Geronimo Allison guy, uh, but he can't stay healthy. And he, he was. He was fine when he was playing. Um, but you get hurt. You let the young guy show what he's got. I think he's a you know a faster player. I think um, you know he's given him enough opportunity to kind of gel with Aaron Rodgers and especially the way they looked. You're looking for that number two. He looks like he might be a better fit. So I, I'd be betting on him. I don't know what that's going to look like for the next week or two. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking MVS. So about I'm. Do you got any other wide receivers? I'm going to jump over to tight end real quick. Just um, feel like we should just mention a few of them. Um, you know, if you're going through it, Chris Hogan is available now, but I personally <laughs> wouldn't pick him up. Um, he didn't do anything this past week. Um, 
But Tyrell Williams, even though he's not getting a lot of looks, um, he keeps producing. So if you do need a guy for a, a fill-in, uh, he keeps catching touchdowns. He and does. He, uh, you know, can't argue with it. He can. He'll definitely at some point fall back down to earth. Um, but was that three three weeks in a row? Yeah. And then um, the other ones that you know I just don't know yet. But um, you know, we'll find out what is about to happen to uh, Kiki QT. Um, obviously, you know that has changed dramatically. But they did like the guy. I probably won't be adding him right now. But he's one to, to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. And other than that, uh, I guess the last guy would be Christian Kirk once again to find out if that, uh, Arizona offense takes the next step and he would obviously be the beneficiary of that. But there's, there's not a, a whole lot of guys that I absolutely love on here. Um, but hence why I think that Maurice Harris is actually a, a pretty good pickup this week. <laughs> well, you know, actually I'll throw one quick other name out there. I'm just going to throw John Ross out there. He's coming back from injury and it looks like AJ Green is going out with an injury. So for a week or two, maybe John Ross actually gets a chance here. So eh. it's yeah, completely speculative, but, <laughs> speculative, but it, yeah, it's good logic though. If Green's I mean, really out, is. I mean, Ross, maybe if he's healthy now, he might get a shot. So well, the guy has, the guy's talented. So, but he's can't stay healthy. Let's see. Let's see if he actually gets a shot. I want to see what he could actually do. But as I tight end wise, you know, uh, Jack Doyle's owned in 40.4% of leagues. So I'll call that good and say he makes the list and 40.4. He would have probably gone up even more if it wasn't for the fact that he had a buy this week and he plays Jacksonville next week. But if you need a tight end, I think Jack Doyle's your top option right now. Should be, should be the top option. Other than that though, other than Jack Doyle, not really anybody. No, I mean maybe Chris we, Herndon from the Jets. He's been interesting. Jeff Hewerman, Hewerman from Denver, but he has a bye this week, so you probably don't want to pick him up to roster another tight end. He's not a guy that, right. you know, he's going to be. <laughs> you don't need to stash him on your bench. And Nick Vanette maybe is worth a look at two point five percent. I don't bother. No, 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 don't. That's about it. Yeah, it Get falls Jack off uh, pretty quickly. It really, it really does. So what I think we should do next, let's just look at, look at some quarterbacks here and see. I have not actually looked at the matchups yet, so I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to see if I can find a streaming option for the week because you know what? This is the situation I'm in. I have a quarterback on by right now. So who should I start here? What would you do here, Jeff? I have to make a choice. Alex Smith at Tampa. Baker Mayfield at home against Atlanta. One of those two. Yeah, I don't, I actually don't mind Baker this week. He's been uh, improving. Um, he's at home. He's going against a team that will probably put up some points. So, I, you know, I'd probably lean Baker in that situation. Yeah, so I need, yeah, I got to pick up one of those two. Um, yeah, I think, I think Baker is the play. Alex Smith is just, unless he just finds that Maurice Harris connection next week, but. Even on his biggest weeks, he just doesn't – he's not going to go too big. He's going to be okay, but I think Baker has a chance to actually put up some good numbers. So I'd probably go Baker. Other than that, there's – I mean, Dak Prescott plays Philadelphia. Probably not going with that one. Um, hmm. Not going with Derek <laughs> Carr, that's for sure. 
Yeah, no, never, never again. <laughs> Bortles at the Colts. This is probably a game where he puts up a big number. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But can you <laughs> ever, say, ever, yeah, I was ever say, you're playing, trust Blake Bortles? Or should, playing I, should the I personally game? just go Eli and go Eli with, I'm just kidding, never mind. <laughs> That's a joke. Just, yeah, double down on it. I would say no, <laughs> never. but <laughs> No chance. So it's it's basically probably Baker Mayfield for me this week is the number one option. If, um, if let's, okay, actually, you know what, probably. If Andy Dalton's out there in your league, would you go Andy Dalton then over one of them? Andy Dalton against um, uh, the Saints. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, without AJ Green, Dalton, though, possibly. Yeah, I mean, it would probably, sadly enough, no, I mean, yeah, I guess Andy Dalton would edge out Baker Mayfield, um, just even without AJ Green. Uh, I don't feel, obviously, as strongly about it, but I think you, you have to go with. I don't know. I, I think Andy Dalton just has a, a little bit better of, of of a matchup, but yeah, Baker and him would be very close, uh, one and two for me. All right. Well, I think in the streaming defense, go pick up the Jets playing the Bills. Yeah, and uh, because I uh, we didn't mention it, but the only other one I want to go back to tight end just real quick. Yep. If you are looking for a streaming tight end, if you want to look to to add someone, um, CJ Uzuma. He is on Cincinnati. He was on by uh, this week. He will be another, you know, benefactor possibly of AJ Green being out, and he has already been pretty decent. Um, so he might be another option for you to look at, especially if Doyle is already taken. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely worth a shot. Yeah, if uh, those targets are going to be going to somebody out there, so yeah, worth a shot to pick him up. But all right, I think that's going to do it for waivers, and maybe one of these guys breaks out. You know, maybe it's one of those running backs and then they become a huge ad next week. That's how it's going to happen if it does, where somebody's actually worth a number one waiver wire pick because there just hasn't been that guy yet. Yeah. And if, you know, if you do have, say, if you had, you know, um, Raheem on your team and he's now on the IR, make sure that you're definitely picking one of these guys up. You know, just take a take a wild guess. Make sure you get someone because he's not going to bring any value to you. Even if these guys do not, at least you took a shot at them. Maybe they do break out. Maybe a different injury affects them. Um, make sure you're always switching out the players that aren't going to help you at all. Yep. But, all right. That'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Talk to you guys then. <laughs>